Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Poker and Politics here. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the shootings, which is so wonderful that we are living in a nation where the shootings is a topic we have to discuss. And beyond that, uh, me and Major Dad have been going back and forth a little here on the Twittertrons because he boldly unblocked me so that he could try to clout chase by fighting with me. And uh, that's gone very well for him. And by well, I mean terribly. And finally, of course, uh, more dumb bullshit on the election, because that's all people ever want to do, is find a way to get incredibly upset about the election that, again, our guy's winning. That's that's the reality. I know people want to be nervous. I know people want to be scared. I know people want to talk about this state or that state that just won't go our way, because some reason will deny it from happening. But... Seriously, we're winning. I know it's it's painful to acknowledge that, but we're winning. And there's a reason why Trump's doing all the shit he's doing, and it's because he knows he's losing. So, yeah. Anyhow, it's almost it's past three in the morning. I'm very tired, so we're just going to plow ahead. First of all, these shootings that have happened recently, it is... So ridiculous that one of the victims of the right-wing nut that shot up those people in Wisconsin, he allegedly shot a pedophile. This is so dumb. This is such a stupid and absurd claim that only people who don't care about evidence or facts or truth could ever in a million years make this claim. Just think how ridiculously perfect this fits the narrative that QAnon has been preaching for forever. This is such a 
stupid and obviously false claim. And they don't care because it's something they really want to buy into and they want to believe it. And this is something that I deal with all the time. Anyone that engages with QAnon consistently will tell you that you are called a pedophile inevitably. It is part of life. That people will say, why are you defending pedophiles? Are you a pedophile? Because that's, that's how this works. That's how they operate. Everyone is a pedophile. Everyone is out to abuse and assault children. Only the good, honest, and noble people of QAnon do not wish to do this. Only they are not depraved monsters. They're the good guys. You're the bad guys. And the bad guys go after kids and kill them and drink their blood after beating and torturing them to make the blood full of fear juice. Because that's how ridiculous their narrative is. So now people are getting shot in the street and lo and behold, they're pedophiles. That's what's going to happen to people who uh, die at the hands of QAnon. They will justify these deaths no matter, no matter what. Now, let's just say that this guy was somehow a pedophile when he got murdered. He was a free citizen. He had either served his time or was awaiting trial or whatever you will. You don't have a right to kill the person. Period. So the whole idea that, the oh, that guy was a pedophile, so it's justified. No, it's not. He's A, he wasn't a pedophile. But even if he was, even if this ridiculous story somehow worked out, still not a justification or excuse for doing this. You can't just kill people and then hope they were bad guys after the fact. It's not how the American justice system works. I mean, imagine if some left-wing person shot a right-winger, some guy wearing a MAGA hat, and then left-wing Twitter was just like, oh, that guy committed a hate crime and started showing evidence that this guy had actually committed a hate crime, had screen grabs of some sort of hate crime registry. Wouldn't that be really convenient? Wouldn't that be ridiculously convenient? Oh, look! The bad guy that was killed by our good guy was really, really bad. He did the crimey thing that we don't like. It's so stupid. It's amazing they didn't call that old man that got thrown down by the cop a pedophile. They just said that he faked it and they came up with the, the blood pour concoction device and they called him an Antifa agitator and whatnot, will you? They didn't quite get to pedo with him, but I'm sure they were looking for it. I'm sure they were thinking to themselves, maybe we can call this guy a pedo. Maybe that'd be kind of cool because we hate they hate our enemies, and they can't just be our enemies. They can't just be a guy that was yelling at a dude and threw a bag at him, which was then transmogrified into a Molotov cocktail, and got killed. I mean, period. This is uh, so stupid. 
And I'm sure that the evidence is going to come out that Kyle is just a stupid murdering goon. I'm pretty positive he'll get convicted of being a stupid murdering goon, and that will be the end of this story. Then we had the uh, shooting in Portland. And, uh, I mean, it sucks. It sucks that anyone dies in these situations, and it sucks that we're having this kind of violence happening, and it sucks that we are struggling with this kind of thing. And this is what is going to be happening because these people, right-wing protesters, are becoming more and more militant and more and more agitated. When you read QAnon now, people are getting pissed. They're getting pissed that nothing's happening, that the big payoff isn't being given to them. And they need it. They need the payoff sometime soon. Because waiting for forever for your enemies to finally be brutally executed in Guantanamo Bay by the God Emperor, it gets a little tiresome after a while. It gets a little annoying. You 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 signed up with QAnon for results. You didn't sign up to lollygag and wait and suffer. You want victory success and you want to bask in glory you want to rub it in the noses of all the libs that you hate that Obama and Hillary had their uh, feet dangle in the damp Cuban twilight that's what you're in this for so why aren't we getting it why hasn't it happened yet why won't Trump crush his enemies and win those are great questions those are questions these people cannot answer this is the problem with having a hero in the story. The hero has to save the day. If Metropolis is being destroyed building by building, street by street by doomsday, and he's just punching and killing and murdering everyone within his field of vision... And the good people of Metropolis are screaming out, Superman, save us! And Superman never shows up, and Metropolis is just destroyed. That's not a very compelling story. That's, that's not very engaging. The hero has to show up to save the day. And right now, these people are turning on the television, and all they're seeing is Doomsday rampaging through the streets, killing and maiming and destroying. And they have Superman. Our story actually has a superhero that is here to save the day, that is here to uh, take care of these problems. We're not living in a world without Superman. We're not living in um, a painful, agonizing, uh, bleak, dystopian hell. We are living in the vibrant world of QAnon with Q-Team, the greatest heroes that could possibly exist, working behind the scenes, hand-in-hand hand with the God Emperor, Donald Trump, the most beloved president since John F. Kennedy. And still no payoff. Still nothing happening. Speaking of the super-secret spy, hasn't posted in four days. August 26th, stupid Q-drop about sideways five-pointed stars. Taking a break. <sighs> Riots in Portland. Shootings in Wisconsin. American carnage. The streets burning. America in turmoil. 
Where is the super secret spy to give us the insider intel to make us feel better? Which Jordan Sather tweets should we look at to achieve guidance? Which Fox News television show should we listen to in order to learn the truth? Which articles by Sarah Carter or John Solomon should we be reading to find out what's going on in America? Help us, Jim Watkins. Help us with your low effort, low energy, lazy as fuck Q-drops. We need your fucking dull ass bullshit to save us. Fuck Jim Watkins. Fuck you. FYI. So, uh, me and Major Dad had a little tussle recently. And, uh, this is one of those things. We're going to keep this on the down low, just between me and you on the podcast, as it were. He caught me in a misstep a couple days ago and, uh, really dunked on me because when you catch a mistake, you gotta pounce. Especially when you are someone who acts in bad faith and has absolutely nothing to say. And I have been replying to him constantly now that I've been unblocked. I have just, I've just been talking to him all the time. And he's ignored me the vast majority of the time. But basically uh, what happened was, is he made a post about how if it had gone the other way and if Kyle had been killed by leftist protesters the story would not have been covered by the mainstream media. And I explained to him, I explained to Major Dad that obviously if a minority kills a white person, the justice system will work as it sees fit, as, as it's supposed to, and everything will work out great, and there'll be no real problems, blah, blah, blah. That's why that's not a big deal. And Major Dad was like, ha, got you. You misconstrued protester with minority Boom, nailed it. You are the racist. Because Kyle didn't kill a minority, which makes you sad. You wish he shot someone who wasn't white, because then you could scream, My racism. And he was right. I did conflate protester with minority, because that was where my brain was at in that moment. But protesters... A protester killing a white guy with a gun that the cops had given water to and had given a bro fist to, if that had happened, that protester, even if they were white, would have been killed on the scene or arrested immediately, and they would not have been allowed to drive home and so on and so forth. So I was mistaken in uh, sort of uh, transfixing protester to minority, and that was my big mistake. I made your dad jumped on me and started uh, just calling me a racist and bashing my head around. He ignored every other time I had replied to him because he didn't have an answer to any of that. But here he was like, oh, he misstepped. Time to jump in. And th- But the problem with Major Dad and all these uh, dunderheaded uh, sloths is that they uh, get that, they get that uh, hit, that dopamine kick from... Uh, power owning a lib as it were and then he uh, tries it again and um, he decided to uh, step in a giant pile of dog shit by bitching about, uh, by claiming that oh yeah, cause he was like oh yeah, we didn't wear masks to fucking deal with AIDS, we didn't shut down businesses to deal with AIDS 
because uh, he and all these other uh, assholes have been uh, complaining about this stupid uh, thing by the CDC about how only 6% of COVID deaths had no core morbidities, morbidities in them. And thus, obviously, all of those people were totally healthy and COVID didn't kill them. This, was, this has been an Alex Jones bullshit narrative. This has been a right-wing talking point bullshit narrative that people are dying with COVID. They're not dying from COVID. And that is to say that like, you get a heart attack and you die. We claim it was COVID if you were COVID positive and so on and so forth. But we're learning that COVID fucks you up in a million other ways other than respiratory. It makes your people who get bad cases of COVID have their blood get all kinds of like slurry and thick and clotty and that absolutely can cause strokes and heart attacks and all kinds of other damage. COVID is fucking terrible. You really have to uh, hope to not get a bad case because if you do, you can fucking die. And these people don't want to acknowledge that. They don't want to acknowledge the truth that there are degrees of COVID. There's the two weeks and you're fine COVID. And then there is the fucked up for months COVID. And then there's the fucking dead COVID. Um, and these are all problems. So, yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real problem. And they don't want to acknowledge that. They never want to acknowledge it. But I was explaining to him that AIDS in and of itself actually didn't kill anybody. Because all it did was weaken your immune system so that uh, opportunistic uh, infections or viruses could uh, kill you. And that's it. That's a uh, comorbidity. It is a thing where the, act, the, the, the thing that actually does kill you, and everyone who has any coherence, knowledge, is not a fucking idiot stickler about these things, understands that AIDS kills people. It killed people. Period. But you're now getting into this rules lawyer bullshit. Well, technically, AIDS didn't kill. Shut up. Because that's what these people are doing with COVID. They're like, COVID technically, shut up. COVID killed them. And you claiming otherwise is ghoulish and terrible. So fuck off. But this is how they operate. And what's really funny is if you actually look at uh, Major Dad's dumb reply to me about uh, how AIDS didn't ever kill anybody and how he would claim AIDS had a 0% fatality rate if it was the current crisis of our day, he got very little positive uh, reply feedback. Almost all of the replies he got was uh, people who he hasn't blocked yet dragging him uh, and me dragging him. Well, I asked. I just asked him a question. Do you think that AIDS and COVID are transmitted the same way? And uh, he will, by the way, never fucking answer that question because uh, he knows that if he answers it, he will look like a bigger moron than he already is. But uh, I'm going to keep this up with Major Dad because he's hilarious and uh, he's not going to help himself. He's going to continue to uh, engage with me and... Uh, because he is a QAnon supporter, which means that he is absolutely always and totally fucking wrong about everything, I will have a good time with it. And uh, I also enjoy uh, actually being able to post and have his followers uh, see what I'm saying. I actually got one of his followers to agree with me that Donald Trump is 
Farther from all today. And that comment that person made got a couple likes, which was fun. I mean, uh, again, the problem with having a hero in the story is that the hero actually does have to save the day. And uh, again, uh, Major Dad's just like, 6% COVID, burgle, burgle. And it's like, oh, reopen America. Well, hey, you figured it out. You solved the puzzle. You know the truth about COVID. Why doesn't the president know the truth about COVID? Shouldn't be that tough. I, I've said this before, but uh, it's it's really funny when you have a um, Joey lots of numbers on Twitter bitching about something, and the, and the fact that the uh, main the people in the arena, the people actually fighting the good fight, don't do the thing that Joey lots of numbers knows is true. Like they're like, oh, Obama's birth certificate's fake. Why why isn't McCain going after him? At least on some level, you could try to make an excuse for John McCain not going after Obama's birth certificate because either McCain's a moron, doesn't know any better, or he's in on the plot. You can always find a way to excuse why uh, the person who's actually fighting the fight blows it. Because they don't know any better, or they're an evil and working hand-in-hand with the bad guy who has a fake birth certificate. You can't do that with Donald Trump because he's the head of Q team. He's the God Emperor. He is in on it. He knows the truth that you know because he's the leader of your conspiracy theory. So what the fuck? How can he not be doing the right thing because he has the intelligence you have? He's given you that intelligence through Project Looking Glass where he scries the timelines like Doctor Strange to find out how to get America to the path of ultimate victory. It's uh, it's really it's really something to behold. It's 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 incredible, really. That like this is how absurd it is. Uh, so yeah, that's a ton of fun. Um, also, lastly, uh, more election panic bullshit. I'm seeing talk about oh the prediction markets. Oh no, the prediction markets. They're all kind of going crazy. Trump's closing up the po- the ground between uh, him and him and Biden. And if the people putting down their cold, hard cash think that Trump's doing uh, better now and rallying, surely that means that the polls are going to tighten and that Trump is eventually going to be within striking distance. And then on Election Day, he'll steal it again, just the way he snuck in and got the W against Hillary four years ago. Uh, First of all, these prediction markets are really stupid. They're not really... um, They're not... Scientific. They're not something where you're getting nothing but educated, smart, sharp money going into them in an effort to uh, make a play. You're dealing with people who are just gamblers. They're just gamblers who feel like doing a little gambling because it's entertainment it's fun and they don't bet on sports they bet on politics this is how this works it's just um silly punting as it were for uh people that feel like Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Having a little skin in the game. Having a little fun investing and goofing off and uh, trying to pick a couple winners, try to make a few bucks back in their their horse. Right now, Joe Biden, you can buy Biden winning the presidency at fifty eight cents, which means, and if he wins, you get a dollar for every fifty eight cent share you bought. Uh, Trump. Uh, is 45 cents. So if you buy Trump, you net 55 cents. If you buy Biden, you net uh, 42 cents. Now, what's really funny about this is if you look at the... uh, They also have the Electoral College map, and you can just uh, pick each state. And uh, let me tell you, there is uh, some stupid amount of value here um, for each state. You can bet New Mexico and Colorado at 88 cents and 89 cents and uh, for Biden to win. And so you're just getting a 10 or 11, 10 or 12 cent profit on there. Um, you can buy Nevada at 78 cents for Biden to win. That's 22 cents worth of profit right there because Biden's going to win Nevada. Uh, Minnesota, right now, predicted is giving you. Uh, they're giving you dollars for 66 cents on uh, Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota is very competitive. Minnesota is going for 66 cents. Michigan, which is a crazy battleground state, you can get Michigan uh, for 65. So they're just giving away Minnesota. That's uh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, if you think that Biden is going to blow the doors off of Trump, Right now, you can get North Carolina at uh, $0.42 cents on the dollar for Biden. You can get Texas at $0.25 cents on the dollar for Biden. You can get Georgia at $0.33 cents, uh, for Biden. These are all, like, obviously stretch goals for Biden. He doesn't need these states to win the election, but uh, they're possible. You, could get, you can get Ohio for $0.32 cents for Biden. Uh, Iowa... Uh, seven uh, is uh, twenty-eight cents for Biden. North Carolina, forty-two. I may have said North Carolina already, but yeah, forty-two cents for North Carolina. And what's really funny is uh, right now, just on the predicted map, and you need two hundred and seventy electoral votes to win. The predicted map, as it stands right now, has Biden winning uh, three hundred and nineteen electoral votes. So Biden is winning. Uh, so comfortably that he can lose Florida and still win the presidency. And yet 
he is in the overall uh, polling, in the overall predicted market field, he is um, 58 cents, which it just goes to show you the inequity of the uh, polls. It's really uh, funny that this is how it's set up. Um, the prediction markets are not powerful and they're not incredibly accurate. They are just a way to gamble and they're fun. And these dumb stories that crop up as a result of prediction markets are in a way influenced by people who want to influence the election by influencing prediction markets. In 2012, there was a dude who sunk $4 million into Mitt Romney winning the presidency in prediction markets. And it tilted the markets to the point where Romney was favored to win the presidency in the markets. And that generated a lot of like press that, oh, look at these prediction markets. Oh, Romney's surging. There must be something going on. Now, I wouldn't uh, have any way to actually prove or claim that this was uh, real, but imagine what you think uh, the amount of press you could get for that would be worth, and would it be worth $4 million to do that? Possible. So I totally think that it was uh, within the realm of possibility that someone said to themselves, I'm going to do this because it will generate press that will help Mitt Romney in the long run. So um, that's uh, pretty much a given. It's pretty much just really silly that we have that kind of thing going on. Um... These prediction markets have so many silly things. You can bet on, uh, will Hillary Clinton run for president right now in 2016? You can buy no at 96 cents. So you're getting a six cent profit if you bet on that. Um, will Michelle Obama run for president? Uh, you can get, you can get a three cent profit if you want to buy that. That's only 97 cents. Um... Will Donald Trump drop out before uh, November 1st? You can buy that for seven for four cents. If you are a Tom J. Chicago follower of Trump Dementia Twitter, right now you are getting a crisp 96 cents return on a four cent investment on the Trump dropout before uh, the before the election. Um, but I mean, this is the kind. Will Ted Cruz run? Uh, you can. You're only getting a one percent return on investment on that one. Ninety nine percent. He will. Ninety nine cents. He will not run. Will Eric Holder run for president? Ninety eight percent. No. So I mean, there's. This is just such a silly. Will Mark Cuban run? Will Mark Zuckerberg run? Will Cuomo run? There's a giant list of people that are all. Uh, will Donald Trump switch parties? You can bet on that. Uh, Will Bannon run for president? Will Avenatti run? I mean, this is it, it, this is such a goofy, dumb, silly uh, thing where people can speculate and just run bullshit. Just take flyers on crazy bets. Look for value plays or just bet their horse, as it were. Just, I'm betting Trump because Trump's the man. So do not 
let the prediction markets have any impact on your brain. Do not let your heart be troubled by this bullshit, because that's exactly what it is. It is bullshit. Uh, just, just keep your keep your brain happy. Stay away from this nonsense. Now, if the if the battleground states polls tighten and all this other horse shit, then yeah, you can get sweating. Yeah, you can freak out. But right now, no reason. No, no reason at all. It's it's silly. We're, we're it's people finding excuses to stress over shit. Imagine if Biden was losing. Imagine if Biden was down ten instead of up ten. I mean, Jesus Christ, this, this website would be insufferable. People would be just out of their minds. We're winning and people are out of their goddamn minds. It's, it's, it's really amazing. And then you look, go to, you go to QAnon. You, 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 we have us rational, nice, good, honest people on our side. And then you go look at QAnon and they're just fucking throwing shit at walls and screaming and yelling and, they're talking about 50 state landslides. I mean, just it's just that. It's just that's how absurd they are. They're just they're just nutty people that aren't even connected to reality in any way, shape, or form. And they're happy. They're happy to be completely unmoored un, un from reality. Um, so now it is time for the questions. Uh, Skeptical Penguin asks, after the Q-Drop started in late 17 on 4chan, how long did it take for it to start gaining traction on Facebook and Twitter and other social media sites? Uh, I have no idea. I really don't know. Because uh, I was kind of late to the party on uh, QAnon. It was a um, sort of not, uh, oh, wow, Dead Air is a good podcast, uh, yeah, it was something that I had not engaged on fully until, uh, sometime in 2018, uh, my Twitter, uh, says that I first, uh, logged on in August of 18, so I was, like, seven or eight months behind the curve on when QAnon got popular and started taking root as it were so that's something for the uh, old timers the first ones to uh, know better than I um, because I wasn't there for the for the start I I, I had heard of QAnon um, kind of through the grapevine and decided I needed to get, get engage on it and start looking into it more and so I did but uh for what, how it, how it monesthetized and spread from for uh, 4chan to uh, outside social media networks, uh, I don't know. I don't know who the uh, beyond the tra- the whole Tracy Beans, Paul Ferber, uh, Coleman Rogers, uh, like troika of propagandists. I don't know how it it moved and manipulated in that in those ways. Um. Adrenochrome, Drinkers for Trump, uh, says, After this whole QAnon mess dies out, when you consider taking your debunking skills somewhere else to help fight BS, I know the UFO field could really use your help, although it's a much smaller battlefield. Um, UFO stuff is really funny to me because, um, as someone pointed out, with the advent of uh, smartphones, UFOs 
should be really easy to find nowadays, and mysteriously, they are not. We had all these UFOs in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and then the 2000s rolled around, and now suddenly everybody had a camera in their phones and a video recorder in their phones, and UFOs went bye-bye. So, yeah, uh, UFO debunking is fun. It's uh, a real thing that does have to happen, but at the moment, UFO people are way less likely to kill people than QAnon people, so that's where we are. It, they're, they're the Bigfoot, uh, Flat Earth kind of people. They're, they're seen as harmless, and they kind of are. So that's UFO land, as it were, I guess. Uh, Winslow asks, "What do they think about the What do they think the Watkins role in, in is in all of this?" Oh, man, that's tough in the sense that like you have to actually accept reality to acknowledge that like the Watkins play such a huge role in QAnon and what it is. So you kind of have to think that. Like, basically, Q-Team went to them and told them, like, it's very important that uh, 8-Chan and 8-Kun stay up and operational so that the truth can get out to the public to save the world and all that shit. And having to acknowledge that opens up so many cans of worms that I don't think that QAnon is really intellectually honest enough to do those things. So, yeah. Fun. <laughs> I... I would love to have... I might ask Major Dad that. I might be like, hey, Major Dad, what's the Watkins' role in all of this? Why them? Why them of all people? Why does the fate of the world rely on them? And couldn't we have found a better website? Couldn't a Q just get a PGP key and uh, save the world not on the uh, haven of lolliporn and Nazis? Just just a suggestion. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to save the world, so I don't know any better. Uh, everything is awful, which is an accurate statement. It says, can you think of any way we can steal some narratives back? QAnons and right-wing nutjobs always manage to get the jump on narratives, and we just sit around playing defense. Like, where do they get to be the patriots? Why do they get the flag? Why are we all pedos? Um, I don't really worry about those kinds of things because... They tarnish their own words and they lessen the impact of their slurs. Um, patriot now is like kind of synonymous with idiot in the internet. Calling everyone a pedo is such boy who cried wolf bullshit that it, it's, it's really it's really just stupid. It, it's such a bad idea because you're devaluing what pedophilia is. You're devaluing the actual abuse of children. Um, as for the flag, wave the flag. Fuck them. It's your flag. It's our flag. It's America's flag. Wave the flag proudly. Say I'm an American. And wave it with gold trim to really piss them off. Nah, I don't even do that. Have a, have a trimless flag. Have a nice, true American flag with no maritime law or any bullshit on it. But, uh, I mean, just say you're, I mean, just say you're a patriot. Say that you're, you're standing for what America truly is about. Free speech, uh, self-expression, all those good things. They're the ones who get pissed off when people kneel for the anthem and all that kind of stuff. They're the people that exist only for performative patriotism. Uh, 
they uh, they live in the world of like just America can never be criticized or questioned or anything, and blind obedience is the only way to exist, and that's a horrible way to live. And no true uh, professional, no true uh, American, as it were, would ever want to live that way. I don't know why I said professional. Professional sportsman's been in my brain or something. That was an odd slip of the tongue, as it were. Um, and uh, Mrs. Garrison, are you going to debate him? Must hear that one. God, I wish Major Dad would never get on the podcast with me. That would be hilarious if he ever did a phone call. Because I'd just be like, hey, Major Dad, Q-Drop 1. Let's go over that. Okay, we did major. We did Q-Drop 1. Q-Drop 998. Let's talk about the Jews for a little while. How you, how you, how you looking there, Major Dad? Ooh, oh, not so good, huh? How about Michelle Obama being a guy? Let's talk about that for a little while. Where's your evidence? Oh, she danced on Ellen. Yeah, that's, that's really good. How about you produce a person who uh, knew her before she transitioned? Can you do that? Can you show me a photo of her before she transitioned? Because, I mean, I got all these photos of her as a child, where she's a little girl, she's in grade school, then she's in high school, then she's in college, then she's dating Obama, and then she's the first lady, she's the mother of a couple kids, we have her entire family history, them talking about her childhood, I've got all that evidence on my side. Transitioning does take a long time. So, uh, you got any photos of her? Like, I don't know, in her 20s when she didn't have boobs, as it were? I mean, that's crass and awful to say, but if she was a guy and she was transitioning, there would definitely be those photos. They would exist. Um, so, bring them up. Show them to me. I mean, the whole this whole thing is uh, again uh, obviously um, requires that she did not uh, complete the uh, transition surgically, as it were, because she's got a penis. Waka waka. Which okay, so uh, let's see some of those childhood photos or anything. Can you give me anything? Uh, just. Anything at all that would prove your case. The, the period of time in her life where she transitioned. Anyone who can talk to the, to knowing Mike Robinson, as it were. Uh, and her, the high, her, her college, where she obviously registered as a woman. Her high school, where she was in the girls' gym classes. And showered with the girls. All of this. Anything? Can you, can you can you contradict any of it? Can you can you show me where I'm wrong here? Because I got all that, and you've got her dancing on the Ellen Show, and also uh, the whole thing where um, Joan Rivers said she was a guy. Oh, and then there was a couple other times where she adjusted her dress, and that meant she was grabbing her dick because you people are children, literal fucking children so uh that's me i am melting now 
Much like the Wicked Witch of the West, I'm very tired. Sir, I'm going to shamble away now. I will talk to you all again in a couple days, most likely, about whatever the hell is going on then that will be really bad. Unless the Boston Celtics are kicking a lot of ass, and then I'll be talking about the Celtics and the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and it'll be a sports ball podcast that will get no ratings, because you're not here to listen to me talk about sports ball, you're here to listen to me talk about QAnon and how terrible it is. And I go where my bread is buttered, so that podcast will actually not happen until the Celtics win the NBA title and the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. And then you're getting that podcast and you're going to fucking like it. Okay, I'll talk to you all later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.